It's mock draft season, baby! Welcome to an episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. Remember, mock drafts aren't real. Nobody knows who's going to get drafted. It's just a whole lot of fun. Grassy, and today we're going to be doing our first of many mock drafts of the season as we are now another week into April, a little less than three weeks away from the NFL draft. It's a beautiful thing. Before we break this down, we got to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new patrons and YouTube members. First over on the Patreon side of things, we have Dylan Hale, and then we have Felipe Barraza. A big shout out and thank you to you both. And over on the YouTube member side of things, we have Anthony Billy and AMAC89. A big shout out and thank you to you all. Now, as is tradition here on PatCast, the first mock draft always features no trades, none. We're just taking it as the teams are picking, and there's going to be no flippity-floppity in around. Now, as we uh, get a little bit closer to the draft, we will do a mock draft with some trades. We'll do some Packers-only mock drafts, and of course, the night before the draft, we'll have the night of too many draft streams in which we will just be mock drafting all night into the twilight. You and I together. Maybe we'll have a glass of Chardonnay. No? Too dry? All right. Maybe a Moscato. A Riesling, perhaps? So besides the no trade thing for this draft, I took a look at what each team needed, in my opinion. I wrote it down. I'll be explaining that to you and then giving you the consensus as to why I decided to pick the player for this team. Good? Good. Let's do this. Starting off with the first pick of the 2021 NFL Draft, you got the Jacksonville Jaguars and some of their biggest needs are, I don't know, QB? (laughs) Just kidding. They don't need a QB. They have Gardner Minshew, but they're just going to throw him away like a piece of trash. You don't deserve Trevor Lawrence. You don't deserve Gardner Minshew. But yeah, QB is a need. Wide receiver, help along that offensive line. And probably, I don't know, something like a safety, something within that secondary. But this should not be a shock to anybody. The first pick will be Trevor Lawrence, the QB from Clemson. Trevor Lawrence has been the consensus first pick since, I don't know, six years ago before he was even in college. And at this point, there's nothing that's going to change. Sometimes, like, you have, like, oh, man, they could pick somebody else. No, the Jaguars are going to be picking Trevor Lawrence. And so if there's anything, I know I'm going to get at least one of these right. Number two, you got the New Jersey Jets, and they got some needs. Obviously, just getting rid of Sam Darnold. Uh, No shocker there. They're going to be going after a QB. They could also use a wide receiver. Could also use a corner as well. But I think they'll be going with QB Zach Wilson from BYU. Had a great pro day. And with the 49ers trading up, you know the 49ers and the Jets were talking. And they're like, oh yeah, no, we're going for Zach. I would be shocked if they actually didn't pick Zach Wilson. Now the question will be, will the Jets destroy him? They're under new management, so I hope not. Number three. You got the team who traded up and gave the world for it, and that is the San Francisco 49ers. Now, they also have a need at QB. They could also use a guard and also a corner. But the question becomes, really, which QB are they going to pick? 
Are they going to go after a guy like Trey Lance? Are they going after a guy like Justin Fields? Are they going after a guy like Mac Jones, who has been heavily rumored now to the 49ers? Now, Justin Fields is going to be doing another pro day soon in which the 49ers will be attending. And though I know a lot of people are mocking Mac Jones as of late to the 49ers, I think that they are going to go with Justin Fields. I think that Looking at Justin Fields' tape, looking at his background, this whole kind of malarkey that's come out of like, oh, he just he he just goes through his first read and and he doesn't know the playbook. Yeah, I don't I don't think that that's anything. I think that's a bunch of garbage. So I'm I'm pretty confident with Justin Fields uh, from Ohio State here. There is a possibility they go after the other two QBs, but right now I think the 49ers have Justin Fields. They'll have Jimmy G potentially play another season. Fields gets to sit behind him and learn the playbook, and there you go. Number four, you got the Atlanta Falcons, and this is a complete and total wild card here because the Falcons could go after a QB. I think that they are also a contender to trade out of this spot to a QB needy team. They also could use an entire defense. I literally put defense as one of their needs. They can go after tight end. They can go after O-line. They really could just go after anything. Now, I know a lot of people potentially mock a QB like Trey Lance to the Atlanta Falcons to sit behind Matt Ryan, but I gotta be completely honest, looking at how Matt Ryan played last season, it really wasn't so bad. He threw over 4,500 yards and 26 touchdowns. I do think that, again, they could trade out of this position and get some good draft value, but I think they're going to go with an offensive weapon who is most likely going to be going in the top 10, and I think that they are going to go with Kyle Pitts, the tight end from Florida. I know that might not be the popular consensus here, but it gives them another weapon on that offense. It's another target for Matt Ryan, and they can always go get a QB next year because if they suck again, because, again, they need an entire defense they can do that. I think that Matt Ryan still has some time left uh, in the Atlanta Falcons, and so, yeah, I don't think they're ready to move on just yet. Number five, you got the Cincinnati Bengals. What do they need? An offensive line. For Joe Burrow's sake, just get an offensive line. Also, wide receiver they could also use. They could use an edge rusher, and they could use a tight end. Now, there, of course, is like two camps with the Cincinnati Bengals fans. They're like, let's go get Jamar Chase. Joey Burrow already has a phenomenal rapport with him, and they could just make connections from here until kingdom come. And then there's others who are like, hey, have you, did, did you see uh, what ha- happened to Joe Burrow? We need to get an offensive lineman. And I, and I think that that's the way that they are going to go. And so I got offensive tackle Panay Sewell from Oregon going to the Cincinnati Bengals to protect their most valuable asset, and that is Joe Burrow. And Joe Burrow's legs and entire body will thank you for that pick. Number six, you got the Miami Dolphins who traded out of the top 10, and then they traded back into the top 10. They have needs at wide receiver. They could use a running back. They could also use an edge rusher, but I think they'll be going with the best wide receiver in the draft, and that will be Jamar Chase from LSU. Now, it is still possible that the Bengals wind up picking him up, but I think that just makes a whole lot of sense. It's a great target for Tua Tungvaloa Kaboa, and I think that this... uh, This would be a great pick for the Miami Dolphins, and I don't think any fan of the Dolphins would have a problem with this. Number seven, you got another team that could do just about anything, and that is the Detroit Lions. They could use a corner. They could use a linebacker. They could use an offensive tackle. They really could draft anywhere here along the board. I've seen a lot of wide receivers be mocked to the Detroit Lions, but I'm going to go a little bit different here. I'm going to go a little bit different. 
I think that they're going to go for linebacker Micah Parsons here from Penn State. And here's why. Last year in the draft, they had a choice between Okuda and Isaiah Simmons. They decided to go after the corner, Okuda. They have had a need at linebacker for quite some time. I think that instead, now they go for the best linebacker in the draft. And so now they got the best of both worlds. That defense does need help. And it, listen, it is very true that Jared Goff needs somebody to actually throw the ball to besides TJ Hawkinson. However, I think that because there's so many wide receivers in this draft that they can get on day two, I think they'll go get their guy the next day. Number eight, you got the Carolina Panthers. Another wild card here because now they got their QB of the potential future in Sam Darnold. Now they could double down and potentially get a younger QB, but I don't think that they are going to do that. They could decide to continue to draft on the defense. They could address the offense. Here, I think they're going to go offense because they do have needs at offensive tackle, corner, and of course, tight end. But I think they're going to go offensive tackle with Rashawn Slater from Northwestern. When I was looking at up. The Panthers O-line gave up over 30 sacks last season, and considering Sam Darnold, you don't want him to see ghosts anymore, it would make sense to pick Slater here just to protect him because ghosts are scary. Number nine, you got the Denver Broncos. This is another team that who the hell knows what they're going to do. They have a drastic need at corner, and they might decide to address that here, or they could go QB and give up on the Drew Locke experiment already, even though a bunch of his targets were hurt last year because the Broncos were hurt a lot last year. I think, though, they are going to move on and continue to play QB carousel here. The Broncos could use a QB, a linebacker, and, of course, a corner. But I think that they're going to go with Trey Lance here from North Dakota State. Now, again, of course, it is possible that another team trades up and picks it before him. But, again, with this mock, we're just going with no trades. The Broncos could also say, hey, we're going to go with Patrick Sertan here. But I think right now, in this spot, if Trey Lance is there, they'll take him. Number 10. You got the Dallas Cowboy in the first of three straight NFC East teams. The Cowboys, well, they need a corner real, 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 real bad. They could also use a defensive lineman, and they could also use an offensive tackle. But here I think they will go and get one of the best corners in the draft, and that will be... Patrick Certain from Alabama. I think that this automatically makes that secondary a little bit better, which it needs to get better. It's just, it's ugly. It's not good. Their defense is really, really bad. And, and this, this helps it be a little bit less bad. And so while I know that Scooter Magruder wants to go get a guy like Kyle Pitts, I think uh, addressing that defense is a little bit more necessary at this point. Then number 11, you got the New Jersey Giants. They need an edge rusher. They need a linebacker. They need a cornerback. They need offensive line. And yeah, they, they just need a lot of things. Now, there's a couple people that could go at this position. I think, though, they're going to reach a tiny bit and they're going to go for an offensive tackle because... That offensive line was hot garbage last year. And, you know, Saquon Barkley is coming back. He would probably like some nice running lanes here. And maybe Daniel Jones won't fumble as much because he won't get his hit as much. And so because of that, they will go with Christian Darisoff from Virginia Tech. They, they let up 45 sacks last season. So, I mean, like, you have to address this. I know you did with the first pick last year, but didn't help. <laughs> then number 12, you got the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh boy, where do you even begin with this team? They need a wide receiver, they need a tight end, they need a corner, they need a safety, 
And of course, they picked a wide receiver with their first pick last year. Would they do it again? Yes, I think they will. I think they'll go with wide receiver Devonta Smith from Alabama, getting one of the best wide receivers in the draft. It's another weapon for Jalen Hurts to throw to. They obviously have Jalen Rager to fill those duties as well. And then everyone else, they're like, wait, who? Except, you know, the one that the Packers let go. But I think... uh, Besides Travis Fulgham, now you're going to have a good dynamic duo making that offense a little bit more potent, and the Eagles can fly, Eagles fly, at least a little bit. They're probably still not going to win the division. Number 13, you got the LA Chargers, another interesting team who could do a number of things at this spot. They need offensive tackle to protect Justin Herbert. They need an edge rusher. They need a corner to replace the fact that Casey Hayward is no longer there. Now, they did address something along the offensive line by making Corey Lindsley the highest paid center in the NFL, and originally I had them going offensive line here, but instead, I think they're going to replace Casey Hayward and the go with cornerback J.C. Horn from South Carolina. There's other corners that they could target here, but I think J.C. Horn has a good shot of going in the top 15. It automatically fulfills a need. Hopefully, you'll have Derwin James back, and it'll make that secondary pretty darn scary. Number 14, you got the Minnesota Vikings. What do they need? (laughs) A Super Bowl ring, because they don't have that. But in all honesty, yeah, that defense was a mockery of what it had been in the past. And so they could use a safety, they could use a corner, they desperately need edge rushers, and they could also probably still use an offensive lineman. Now, here, I always had them going edge rusher, and it was just a matter of which one. And there's a couple guys to choose from, but I'm deciding to go a little bit different here than what I've seen uh, other mock drafts predict. And here, I think they're going to go with Jason Owe from Penn State. And here's the reason why. His tape is really darn impressive, and he is fast as hell. He ran a 4-3, 40-yard dash, and while they could draft other edge rushers here, I think that they might decide to take a shot just because Owe has a rare combination of strength and speed. And so, yeah, I think the Vikings could take a shot here. Number 15, you got the New England Patriots. They need a QB. They need a wide receiver. They could also use some help in the secondary, but... If this is how things fall, I could see them going for a QB here, and that would be Mac Jones from Alabama. There have been some criticisms of Mac Jones lately besides his meteoric rise to somehow the number three spot, saying that he's just a system QB, that he's really just benefiting from that system and talented players around him. And, I mean, listen, Bill Belichick could put him in that position. Cam Newton, obviously, is re-signed for this year. So whether Mac Jones sits or whether he plays automatically, I imagine the Patriots uh, would be really happy if Mac Jones fell to them. And they get their QB of the future, and I'm sure Bill Belichick will make him successful. Yay. Number 16, you got the Arizona Cardinals. Now, where they have some needs, they could use a corner, they could use a running back, they can use an offensive lineman, they could use a tight end. There's some mocks saying that they're going to trade up and get Kyle Pitts. There's some saying that they're going to go out and they're going to get an edge rusher because you do have two aging edge rushers on that team. But here, I think they're going to address corner. It might be a little bit early, but I'll explain why they wouldn't go after Caleb Farley later. And I think instead, they might go for Greg Newsom second from Northwestern. He's a really solid and polished looking corner who I think can make an immediate impact and so it just makes a lot of sense for the Cardinals to address that need because they have lost some guys in that secondary number 17 
You got the Vegas Raiders. They could use an offensive lineman. They could use a corner. They could use a safety. They could use a defensive lineman. I have a feeling they are going to go defense here. And so what I have them going with is Christian Barmore, the defensive tackle from Alabama, arguably the only defensive tackle that's going to go in the first round, and rightfully so. I think that this is a great pick for the Raiders. They get a mean, nasty guy up front and makes that defensive line even better because the Raiders for a couple of years now have been trying to build that defense, so... This just gives them another chess piece to play with. Number 18, back again, you got the Miami Dolphins. A lot of people say that with this second pick, they're potentially going to go running back, but I think that they will save that for the second round. And so here... I have them going after edge rusher Quiddy Page from Michigan. This is the other guy that I thought the Vikings could potentially draft, and I wouldn't be surprised. So I could see them going with Owe or Page, depending on which one is here. But they get their edge rusher and make that defense a little bit meaner. Now, number 19, which will probably be the most controversial thing about this mock draft, is how far I see this guy falling. Do I realistically see this happening? No, but the way that this mock draft fell out, I was drafting more for team need in addition to best player available. If this guy falls to the Washington football team, they're going to be ecstatic. They need a linebacker, offensive tackle, corner, and also wide receiver. Probably could use a quarterback as well. So if he falls this far, I think the Washington football team would go with Jalen Waddle from Alabama. Now, he did have a fracture in which he didn't really participate in his pro day. He didn't really work out. A lot of people think that he will still go in the top 15. I don't necessarily disagree, but taking a look at what some of these other teams needs, maybe he goes to the Giants, maybe he goes to the Eagles instead of Devonta Smith, maybe he goes to the Patriots, but I'm going more by team need here, and I think that Waddle definitely fulfills a team need for the Washington football team, and they would just be ecstatic if he fell to them. Number 20, you got the Chicago Bears. What do they need? <laughs> Quarterback. It's never not going to be funny. Uh, offensive line, they could go wide receiver. They could go corner here. Now, obviously, they had Kyle Fuller leaving recently, and this is where I think that they are going to address that. I have seen a lot of mocks saying that they're going to go and pick up a wide receiver, but same thing what I've said recently is that I think they can go in the second round and grab one. This guy has been falling as of late because of a recent injury. He's not going to be ready to go until training camp. But if he was healthy, I think there's potential he goes in the top 15. And that is corner Caleb Farley from Virginia Tech. The guy has amazing tape, and I think that he's one of the best corners in this draft. You replace Kyle Fuller. You get somebody who could automatically contribute. There's just the injury factor, and there's a little bit of a risk here. But I think the Bears, they roll the dice. Number 21, you got the Indianapolis Colts. They need wide receiver. They could also use a corner, but I think they'll go wide receiver here and they'll give Carson Wentz a pretty new toy to play with, and that is wide receiver Rashad Bateman from Minnesota. Fulfills a need. Obviously, they're bringing back T.Y. Hilton. You get a young wide receiver to play alongside Michael Pittman Jr., who was doing really well at the end of last season, and now you're pretty much set at that position for years to come. Number 22, you got the Tennessee Titans, who could use help in the secondary, both with safeties and also corners. They also could address the offensive line. They could get a wide receiver, but instead, I think they will go safety and get the best safety in the draft and that is safety Trayvon Merrick from TCU. Arguments on are they going to draft a safety this early? Should a safety go in the first round? Safeties are not really appreciated in the NFL so much, but I think that this would be a good pickup for the Tennessee Titans, really making sure that secondary is a little bit more taken care of. 
it's a good pick for the Titans. Number 23, you got the New Jersey Jets back on the board, Springsteen. And what I think they'll do here is either they will address offensive line or they'll go and get a wide receiver. Here I have them going after a wide receiver and that's wide receiver Terrace Marshall Jr. from LSU, an underrated guy that we've talked about on this channel. He has produced for the past couple of seasons, putting up some pretty big numbers. He's a red zone threat and I think that he's just a very solid wide receiver. He'll be a great target for Zach Wilson, it's a win-win all around. Number 24, you got the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is another team that could use a couple of spots here. They could use a linebacker. They could use a running back. They could use offensive line. And here, I think they'll protect the aging dinosaur that is Ben Roethlisberger because if he gets hit anymore, he'll burst into dust. And so because of that, I think they'll be going with offensive tackle Elijah Vera Tucker from USC. Again, makes that offensive line a little bit more solid. They do need to address a bunch of things, including running back in this draft. But it all starts with building up those guys in the trenches so they can actually have running lanes and so Ben Roethlisberger can have a clean pocket. Number 25, you got the Jacksonville Jaguars picking again. I think they'll get a nice wide receiver for Trevor Lawrence to throw through. And that is wide receiver Kadarius Toney from Florida. I've seen Tony mocked more and more in the first round, and it would make sense for the Jaguars to fulfill a need here, get a shiny new toy for Trevor Lawrence to throw to, and just make him as comfortable as humanly possible. Number 26, you got the Cleveland Browns. They could use an edge rusher. I know they really wanted J.J. Watt. They could use an inside defensive lineman. They could use a wide receiver. They could use a corner. They could use a linebacker. There's a couple of things that they could use here. Majority of them are on that defense, which has gotten better over the years, but needs to improve still. And with that, I think they'll go with linebacker Jeremiah Owosu-Koromoa. I think I just nailed that name. And just for that alone, you should like this video if you haven't done that already. Unless I got the name wrong, then don't. He played really well for Notre Dame, and I think the Browns would be lucky to have him. Number 27, you got the Baltimore Ravens. They could use a safety. They could use an edge rusher. And good God, do they need a wide receiver, which I think they will go after here because they're Passing offense was abysmal last year. And I think that'll be wide receiver Rondale Moore from Purdue. Another guy that we've talked about on this channel could slip into day one. And I think that this is a perfect spot for the Ravens here to go and get a wide receiver for Lamar Jackson to throw to. Number 28, you got the New Orleans Saints. They could use a corner, a wide receiver, an edge, and a linebacker. I think they will address secondary here and go with corner Asante Samuel Jr. from Florida State. Obviously, Dad was a legend, and the Saints are going to be hoping that they get a legend here, but this is a drastic need for the New Orleans Saints, especially in a division that is as high-flying as it is, and it's very pass-friendly. So here, they decide to make their secondary a little bit less garbage. Number 29, you got the Green Bay Packers. Now, there's a couple things that they could do here. They could go after offensive line. They could go wide receiver. They could go linebacker. They could go corner. I am of the opinion that they probably should go corner, or offensive line. However, I'm going to throw both of those things out the window, and I'm going to go for a fantasy draft here, and I'm going to say, for like the first time in a long, long time, they are going to go with a linebacker in the first round, and that will be Nick Bolton from Missouri. And one of the major reasons why is because they went and got Joe Barry, who his entire resume is built off of making linebackers amazing. Now you're giving him Nick Bolton to play in the middle of the field, not like the most athletic guy, but good God, can he make tackles, and it's 
amazing. He also led the SEC in stops for the past two seasons. So you are getting a guy in the middle of the field who's a very good player and finally addressing a position that has needed to be addressed for quite some time. Number 30, you got the Buffalo Bills. They could use a corner. They could use an edge rusher. They could probably use a running back as well. I think that they will go with an edge rusher here. And that will be Aziz Olari from Georgia. Their defense definitely was not up to par last year, and a lot of people were scratching their head going, wait a minute, where's this defense that's supposed to be really good? Obviously, they had some injuries. But here, they'll pick up a nice edge player who will make that defense a little bit meaner and try to get back to form for that mean Buffalo defense that we all know and love. Number 31, you got the Kansas City Chiefs, who could go for a litany of picks here. They could address the offensive line. They can go after wide receiver. They could go after corners. But I think that they will go and make a little bit of a risky pick, and that will be tackle Walker Little from Stanford. He had a major injury and got hurt the first game of the 2019 season. Had a really nice 2018, but there are a a lot of question marks to out of the 2020 season. So again, there's a lot of, I don't know what kind of player you are, but if he turns out to be okay, he's going to be a really good player and this will wind up being a steal for the Chiefs. And finally, you got the reigning Super Bowl champions, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They could address defensive line, running back, or edge. And because they have some aging edge rushers, I think that's exactly what they're going to do. And they will wind up going after edge rusher Jalen Phillips from Miami and just make that defense even better. So, great. Great. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. How do you feel about this mock? You think it's accurate? How do you feel about your team drafting the guy I think they're going to draft? And of course, this is just mock draft 1.0. Don't worry, we're going to have another one next week and a week after that. We'll have a whole bunch of them. So this is the no trade version. More to come. But let me know what you think. You can always find me at TomGrossetComedy.com or at TomGrossetComedy on all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrossetComedy and the YouTube members. But we'll be having our Friday night Q&A. We're back at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Hope to see you there. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassi. And as always, Go Pack Go! <laughs>